Greetings, faders! Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I, of course, am Johnny, and um, I hope that you're fading responsibly with us today, be it uh, with wine, whiskey, beer, shochu, sake, whatever your passion is, I hope you're indulging with us right now. And by right now, I mean right now. This is October 27th, the day of my birth. Yes, that's right. It's Johnny's birthday. And today I am celebrating it proper. Today I'm going to <clears throat> do a little artwork stuff around the house. And after I finish that, I'm going to go to one of our sponsors, Harry's Sandwich Company in Harajuku. Have a delicious bite to eat. Then do a little, a little walking around the neighborhood, checking things out and stuff. Just enjoying this beautiful October weather. And then after that, I'm going to go to my other sponsors, Soul Food House. And I'm going to have a gin and tonic because Dave over there makes the best gin and tonics in this city. Hands down. And uh, after that, I'm going to play pool with uh, Mr. Y, the pimp, and a couple of friends, and it's going to be great. Uh, it's not as exciting as it should be, but you know what? It's exciting enough for me. <laughs> That's what happens when you get old. When you get old! <laughs> oh, man. But I'll tell you one thing that isn't old. <laughs> the technical difficulties that we're having with this show. Oh, my God. So, all right, let me break this down. At the beginning of the show... Tom's phone was a piece of doo-doo. Oh, my God. His phone kept on conking out, conking out, conking out. The sound quality is bad. There's a delay. It, it drove me crazy where I was just like, Tom, we, we got to redo this show. We got to redo this show because I would say something. And then about four seconds later, Tom would say something, right? Now, four seconds doesn't seem like a lot of time, but... On, on the internets, on the radio, on, on your headphones, that's a lot of time. So if I say, hey, man, how's it going? Oh, no, 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 no not bad, dude. Dude, too long, too long, too long. And, I mean, I could go in there and edit out all those pauses, those little blank like, spaces in between like my talking and his talking. But, geez, Louise, it's my birthday. i got drinks to be drunk. I've got good times to be had. I've got people to see. I've got things to do. You know what I'm saying? I've got podcasts to rock. So I don't, I don't have the time to do that. So, basically, <laughs> I'm rocking with what we have. And um, at the very end of the episode, I think it's like our last story, it just stops. It just stops because... Tom's phone, for one reason or another, just stopped. <laughs> so, what I'm doing right now, on October 27th, the day of my birth, this glorious day before all Hallows' Eve, I'm asking somebody out there to dig up your old iPhone. I don't care if it's an iPhone 1, iPhone 2, iPhone 3, iPhone 4, 5, or 6. Please, not a new iPhone. Nothing expensive. But if you got an old iPhone, like maybe in like a sock drawer or somewhere, maybe in your garage or wherever, maybe maybe somewhere in your glove compartment of your car, I don't know. If you got an old iPhone, please send it to us. Anything is better than the phone he's got right now. And when I say anything, I mean, God darn, I mean anything. His phone, his phone is like this, a knockoff of a Chinese knockoff, dude. It's from, I don't even know where it's from. It's like from North Korea. I mean, it, when you look at like the lettering on his phone, it's in like Egyptian language. It's like, you know, you got a picture of a guy like scratching his back and then that means call mom. 
I don't even get it. But yeah, his phone sucks, dude. His phone really sucks. And I'd really appreciate it. If we could just get a phone, something that can connect to Wi-Fi or something, just so we could use um, Zoom or whatnot, just so we could communicate and do this show properly once again in the middle of this pandemic. And I don't know. I think I think now it's safe enough to get together with Tom and uh, actually do the podcast. But the thing is, like when you do a podcast, there's no such thing as social distancing because we got one mic, right? So we're pretty much like face to face doing it. So I don't know. I'm a little worried about that because the way Tom rolls, I mean, geez, Louise, man, I, I could get a whole myriad of diseases. <laughs> I'm worried about myself, faders. <laughs> <laughs> it's October 27th, 2020, and I, I want to make it to 2021. I really do. <laughs> I want to see my children's children in the future. So, yeah, if you got an iPhone out there, DM us and uh, please send that to us. Um, I'll, I'll give you Tom's address. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him. I don't think he listens to the shows, but it's all good. Anyway, Faders, thank you very much for this, um, I guess, extended intro. And uh, without further ado, enjoy the show. Got fitted, Japan! What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I'm your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan and the news. That's right. And uh, Tommy, what episode is this? I do believe it's 568. 568, yes. And this episode, hopefully, is great. <laughs> so stupid. What do you mean? So fuck? Stupid. What yeah, do you fucking mean, hopefully? They were stupid. What? Uh, what do you fucking mean, hopefully? <laughs> hopefully, it's great. I don't know, man. Well, we've tried to do this show, this episode. Faders, we've tried to do this episode a couple of times, but we've had so many technical difficulties. I'm already three beers deep, right? And I planned... I plan to drink one beer and the warm up, you know, we warm up, we chit chat, we bullshit for a little bit and then we do the show, right? But no, technology got in the way and um, we're at where we're at. So hopefully this, this works. If this doesn't work, Tommy, I'm calling it a night, man. I'm calling it a night. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe it's because Halloween is coming up, dude. Halloween is coming up. Maybe we're, we've been hexed. Somebody's hexed us. Halloween. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, you think be. there's a ghost in the machine? Because it's not, it's not, it's not our fucking fault. There's a fucking fault with technology. There's a ghost in the machine. It's spooky. It's spooky. Oh man, that's right. And also, I'm doing things a little bit different. Actually, um, I've been drinking Hendrix gin for the last maybe almost ten episodes, I guess. And um, yeah, tonight I'm going old school, man. I'm drinking a Sahi Super Dry, yo. 
dude, Asahi Super Dry is my go-to beer. And um, you know what? I just haven't drank beer on the show in so long. And um, yeah, I'm back in black, dude. I'm fucking rocking the silver bullet, dude. And I'm loving it. I'm riding the lightning. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, what do you think I'm drinking? Blue Boys. You always drink the Blue Boys. If you're not drinking the Blue Boys, fucking, well, sometimes oh, wait, wait, you drink wait, wait, champagne because you get that fucking wino champagne that's in your liquor store that's uh, below your apartment. Because it's five bucks, dude. Like, five bucks, dude. Champagne, that, five bucks, sign me up. Dude, that's not a good thing, but <laughs> that's a wino champagne, dude. <clears throat> oh, man. That's, that's the shit that the fucking homeless dudes in San Francisco drink. Huh? You, you, you've partaken. This is actually for five bucks. It's not bad. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're paying five bucks for champagne, it's, it's actually, it's nothing to brag about, but it's not bad. But yeah, you're drinking the Blue Boys today and the Blue Boys are good, dude. You can't go wrong with the Blue Boys, especially, especially on such a blue day, dude. Holy smokes. Recently, you've been having some problems with your work, apparently, right? Yeah. Your new job? Uh, this is our. This, uh, is, this is actually I, I our second time having like this that. conversation, faders. <laughs> Fuck you, technology. Fuck you. All right. So okay. Once again, uh, I'm gonna pretend like I've never heard this conversation before. So Tom, um, what's up with your new job that you just got? I started. I started a new job teaching kindergarten. It's far. Blah blah blah. It's not a bad job. It pays okay. Blah blah blah. Um, I just found out that the company that hired me to do this straight up fucking lied to me, that I am a replacement for a close personal mutual friend for both of us. Someone who's been on the show multiple times as a good buddy. I'm, I'm actually his replacement. The only reason I fucking know this is because like we get like, we share company laptops and just like one day I just happened to like click onto Yahoo mail. I'm like, you know how, like, you know how to, I just say the previous person that logged in their, their, their mail comes up and says yeah. like, Oh yeah. So oh, like type your password. And I was like, I know this person. I fucking know this person. I know exactly okay. who it is. So I had to meet him and like confirm, be like, all right, all right what's the skinny? Okay. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to say who it is and I don't want to out his personal business, but I guess like he left the job and it was kind of mutual. Well, since we've already had this conversation, so, I'm going to ask I'm you the in, same question that I like previously did. So why did he leave the company on, um, okay, let's be honest. Why did he get fired? <laughs> uh he was uh he joked with one of the other co-workers that if they should hire people new it should be women with large breasts and then they hired that you. was a joke <laughs> according to him yep they hired me whole time you've gained and, quite uh, a bit of weight since uh he also april was accused of cursing Nah, I actually have lost a lot of weight, dude. I'm losing it now because I'm teaching fucking kids and I have to walk up a hell hill every day. But that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But, uh, nah, like, he was just all children. And they said they had it recorded. And he said, bullshit, prove it. And they're like, well, we lost the recording. But somebody said you did it. So you did it. Well, that's crazy. So he got fired. Oh, I guess he just, yeah. He, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me just recap. He got yeah. fired because he said he only wanted to work with girls with big boobies, 
and then they hired you. And uh, also another thing was he was, was he cursing with the children or at the children? Because one of those, actually, you know what? Cursing at the children and cursing with the children, I, I give both that respect. <laughs> That's cool to my book. Come on, kids, listen to the F word. Dude, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. This 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 conversation was held over fucking text, and I would really like to have a more detailed conversation to hash it out. But it just sounds like there's a lot of fucking drama with this slate job. Because, like, okay, like, just fucking, I can, I, can, I can talk about this for a fucking hour or two, and I've only done a job a week, but, like, so far, like, the main manager there is, like, who I've never met because she's on maternity leave. They hired a lady to replace her who's never mm-hmm. fucking there. She was sick last week because her kid was sick. She's been, she's been out three days because she's got, like, something wrong with her tonsils this week. Oh. I, I'm supposed to be, quote, unquote, in training and highly supervised when I teach mm-hmm. uh, lessons because they have this great new program that's awesome, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, well, you, you, can't, you can't see me. This is audio, but I'm making the jerk-off gesture going, dude, I'm a fucking experienced teacher. I can fucking teach your kid, whatever. Oh, you want me to do this way? Yeah, fucking fine, whatever. But uh, anyway, so, like, she's been sick. Another teacher's been sick. Who, and this other lady who's, who's also from, from fucking Chicago and is, like, really close to my hometown. See, what's the good thing about doing the show three times? Huh? What's that? Right. You know what's good about doing the show three times? I mean, Faders, we, we did, we've had the same conversation three times pretty much. I mean, it's slightly different, but I, I can always throw in the jokes that I said before and stuff. I mean, the ones that I know hit. So, Tom, question. Actually, no, this isn't a joke. I'm just going to ask you. Dude, you think everybody in your company has fucking coronavirus because of these little kids? I know, sure. I wouldn't doubt it, man, because, like, you know, fucking, that's, that's even that make the sense? best of days. Everybody's like, fucking, like, homesick, and uh, they're bringing in new people and stuff to teach kids and stuff. It could be due to coronavirus, especially if somebody's been sick for, like, a couple of weeks and stuff. All right, I had a joke nah, lined dude, up, but no, this no, question's dude, actually dude, better. I know, dude, I know, I know, man. Even on the best of days, like those like fucking little kid centers or like fucking germ factories. If you run a banner on them, kids, kids will walk up and go, hey, sensei. <laughs> well, they fucking wipe their snotty boogers all over the hand and try to touch you. It's like, yo, dude, you need to go wash your hands now. Oh, gross, dude. Holy yeah, shit, Tom, don't do die. Oh, that's, that's, that's another thing I have to do dude, with my body. Dude, so, like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Just like, got fed hands about one dude booze Japan and the news faders. What? This is for fucking reals, realsies. So for like some of the, for the afternoon classes, like I have to like, every kid walk that walks into my classroom, I have to like fucking say, hey, all right, all right, come in kid. Hey, how you doing? Hold out your hands. They have to hold out the hands. I spray them down with alcohol. Then I tell them to go wash the hands. Then they come back and then they have this like, you know the little uh, thermometer thingy where you just like you know it's like a speed like a what was it like the cops use like the fucking speeding radar yeah have to like you know hold it up to the head like forehead for a couple seconds take the temperature and fucking write it down that's you know i heard a lot of those don't work is that true like a lot of those like uh digital thermometers and stuff that use like a like a laser or something a lot of them are inactive or was it inactive (laughs) yeah i'm too drunk already 
Is it true that they work? Well, it's Japan. It's the, the country of technology. I'm sure the ones here work, but I mean... Inaccurate, places, yeah. Inaccurate, that's right. God damn it, dude. I'm too fucked up to do this show now. All right, faders, it's been great hanging out with you. <laughs> no, let's go fucking deep tonight. All right, so anyway, your job is um, your job is unique. It's interesting. And- no, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's unique, but I, I would say I think those things are definitely fucking inaccurate because remember like a couple of months ago when I was doing a security job, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like this is this is obviously in Celsius, and I apologize like to people, but like that, that are on like you know that are fucking American using Fahrenheit, but like dude, I was getting like you know always like getting my temperature taken with those things, and I always had the lowest fucking temperature. I got like a thirty five point zero, which is like it's like holy shit, you're a fucking zombie corpse shuffling around, like repeatedly. No, oh, no, that's that's no good. Um, unless you have AIDS. I know, yeah, so maybe time no, you got AIDS. Fucking, yeah, fucking no, no, AIDS. <laughs> I don't think I got fucking AIDS. I don't think I, mean, I don't think that's what, I don't think you understand how AIDS works. I don't think that's AIDS. What that's what AIDS does to your body. Dude. I think like so you're talking to some others like sci-fi bullshit or it's fucking Walking Dead or some shit. Well, I don't know. It's like the um, immune deficiency deficiency. <laughs> you can fucking talk, dude. You be able, are you gonna be able to do the fucking news or what? And um, fact, we haven't talked about fucking Halloween coming up. No, dude, we can't talk about Halloween. Halloween's in fucking two weeks and stuff. It's too early to talk about Halloween. No, dude, I'm fucking, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty fucking faded because of fucking technology. Right. Fucking, I drink fucking uh, well, half my beers. I'd, so, say, I'd I, tell you what, man. I'd tell you what. We, I promise you we'll talk about Halloween next week, but, like, I think we should probably get on the news. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. We should definitely get onto the news because, I mean, talking about Halloween right now is going to be fucking stupid because, of course, we got to talk about next week because next week is when the government's going to release all their guidelines and rules and regulations, which is probably going to be, hey, don't go outside. Stay inside. Have Halloween at home using Zoom. Probably. I bet you a million dollars is what they're going to say, which is actually pretty much a good idea. Anyway, fucking no, let's get No, 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 no. Spoiler alert, that's what they've already issued, but like, you know, it's like, quote unquote, it's government night politely asking people to do something, and like, I think it's going to be about as, as effective as pissing into the wind. Well, that pissing into the wind is quite effective. I mean, if you want to piss, I mean, it works. Um, only thing is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you if you want to say, yeah, yeah, it works, right? As you relieve yourself of bodily waste, it's just the ha- it just so happens that the waste is going to come back and you know just blow back in your face, literally. Okay, well, there you go. Anyway, I want to talk about Halloween closer to Halloween. I don't want to talk about it now, dude. It's like fucking it's the sixteenth. Uh, Let's talk about it next week. Next week is going to be more of a Halloween uh, episode. All right. Anyway. So here we go. I'm going to go first to the news. Okay, this story took place in Hokkaido. Oh, I love Hokkaido. Hokkaido's great. Never been there, always wanted to go. Okay, here we go. Faders, we're going to do the top six stories of this week. I've got three, Tom's got three, and my story begins with man arrested for making 8,000 calls to Tohoku Electric Power Company. Um, Tom, you know, it is the Halloween season, so I do want to ask you a question. What is the best phone scary movie in history? There's only one. Mm, I'm not talking about ghost stories. Uh, I don't know, man. The only fucking phone scary one I hear, uh, I don't know, Scream, the opening scene of Scream. Oh, my God, dude. Good guess, dude. Okay, all right. I'm going to say, I'm going to accept your answer. I'm going to accept your answer because there was a oh, phone. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, phone booth was good. It's, it's not per se a scary movie, but a dude is, like, locked in a phone booth for, like, you know, in duration of the movie. 
the psycho sniper shooting at him. So that's that's a good one. It's not per se a Halloween that's, movie. That's but anyway. decent. That's not really Halloween, but it's not as good as 976 Evil. Remember that movie, 976 Evil? It's like Sounds a really familiar. 90s movie. It's like a complete B movie. Actually, one of the characters that's in that movie was in the movie uh, Fright Night. Fright Night. Fright Night, I definitely remember. Okay, well, anyway, the kid, Evil, he's actually in this movie, 976 Evil, man. It's fucking great fucking B movie, man. Fucking have a couple of beers, watch that movie. You're going to fucking love it. It's great. In fact, maybe I'll watch that movie tonight. Anyway, moving forward with my article. Police in Sendai, uh, Miyagi Prefecture, have arrested a 56-year-old man from Tokyo. No, Tokyo. Tokyo. <laughs> Here, hold my beer. All right, one more time. Let me get this straight. Police in Sendai, Miyagi Prefecture, have arrested a 56-year-old man from Tokyo for making more than 8,000 calls to Tohoku Electric Power Company for over four months. Toshikatsu Nakamura, a company executive. Now, he's a company he's executive. An executive. He's a company Wait, executive. Are you sure it's him? Are you sure it's him or it wasn't his secretary? <laughs> it's his unemployed son. No, um, a company executive who lives in Tokyo's Toshima Ward has been charged with forcible obstruction of business for allegedly calling the representative telephone phone number of Tohoku Electric Power, which is located in Sendai Sanki Shimbun reported. Uh, according to police, Nakamura, Nakamura repeatedly Nakamura. Asked, Nakamura, he's a murderer, repeatedly asked to be connected with the department in charge of utility pools between October 19, 2019 and February of this year. Holy shit. So that's, that's, that's pretty much like um, almost like what, half a year? Please suspect that the company executive had an ongoing dispute involving utility pools on his land with Tohoku Electric Power Company. Wait, is this even news? It's about a guy that's pissed off because they probably built one of those 5G towers in his backyard. Yeah, no shit, right? Well, I was going to say, like, uh, I think some, some of these other weird uh, callers, like, no, we haven't done any, any of these recently, but what is it like? I think it's like some like, you know, homeless guy that's like got a, got an internet cafe and he calls like, you know, these like services like a million times just to like fucking jerk off. So like, he's like, hey, how you doing lady? And hear the fat, 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 fat on the other line. They like repeatedly hang up on him. Well, that's I, weird. I thought that's, that's super creepy. I, yeah, well, no, but we, we've covered these just not in a while, a couple of years ago. But I thought that was initially, but no, wow, he's an executive. If he had an actual grudge, like, wouldn't he just like, you know, sick a lawyer on him or two? Yeah, like, I know, right? What does he like, call? Right? What does he fucking lawyer up and shit? Yeah, I mean that's what he should have done. Oh man, now Tom, I got a question for you. How it's many a, times have you called your ex girlfriend after you've broken up with her? Actually, not that many. What, like twenty, thirty? How stalky did you no, get, man? No, 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 <laughs> way under that, dude. Because, like, dude, you, you, dude. I think I think you know me well enough to know that I've had some really bad breakups, and I just like I didn't want to go back there. Oh yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Well, out of all your breakups, out of all the girls that you dated, how many times did you call that one? That one that got away. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it the one that got away, but like the fucking crazy belly dancer I was with. Like we broke oh, up, we had a bad breakup. Yeah, but we still kind of like. We still, we still, basically, we still kind of stayed like fuck buddies for a couple months. They call it so friends with benefits, Tom. Come on, this is 2020. 
I like I like the term fuck buddies or sex friends or whatever you want to fucking call it. But yeah, I don't know, man. It, it was fucking nice. She kicked me out, but like you know, once in a while, like you know, I'd be partying up in Shibuya and be like, "Yo, I'm drunk. Can I come to your place?" She's like, "All right, can I have sex with you?" She's like, "Yeah, I guess that's okay." Holy shit! You called her, or she called you. Uh, a little column A, a little bit of column B, sometimes column C, meaning both. Oh, shit. Well, fucking yeah. crazy, man. Holy smokes. That's like Sid and Nancy. Well, anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's my story. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, just to, just to add, like, you know, like, if you called him 8,000 times, he had an auto dialer. 8,000 times is a lot. of t- Dude, fucking. I, no, 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 no. I've been no, married for 10 visit, years. He didn't, huh? didn't physically fucking call him. There's, there's a thing you can get called an auto dialer, which is basically. It's just it's just meant to straight up fucking harass people, and like the Japanese government's gotten sick of them. They're super duper illegal, and like so this guy, even if he's an executive, he better hire a fancy schmancy lawyer because they're gonna throw the book at him because the government fucking hates these because they they obstruct business. They've been used for campaigns of harassment and terror, and they just like they fucking hate them. They've had too many like you know problems with them, so like yeah, they got some strict laws in the book. So. He's going to trade in his penthouse for, you know, four hots in a cot. Or, sorry, three hots in a cot. Well, it depends. I mean, he's rich. He might get four hots in a cot. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, man. Well, anyway, that's my story. Anticlimactic, I guess. Anyway, I-, I think 976 Evil is a much better movie to watch than this article. <laughs> mm, interesting. That makes sense. I'm fucking drunk, dude. Yeah. God no, no, damn no, technology. No. Dude, if this fucking... Nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, okay, you know what? Because, like... It being close to Halloween, like, uh, I actually chose to go with some of the goofier, funnier, just weird articles. There's, like, don't get me wrong, every every week in the news, we always have the murder, the rape, the fucking horrific crimes. Actually, I chose not to go there. I chose to go with the funny. So, Johnny, I'm going to, since uh, since it'll link into your story, I'm going to go with, I can give you two things that'll link into your story. I can give you a, a Hokkaido one or a phone one. Which one do you want? Which would better link with your previous story? Oh, let's continue with the phone. 976 All Evil, right, man. Phone, phones it is. Okay, 976 so, like, Evil. Great movie. Okay, so 8,000 is a big fucking number. And I get it. 8,000 phone calls is a fucking lot. But here, let, let me throw a bunch of other big numbers at you that are also equally impressive. Hmm. 567 cartons of cigarettes bought with 120 smartphones at once leads to arrest in Chiba. Wait a second, wait a second. This is like a question from the SATs. Can you say that again? <laughs> I know, I know because like, it, it would be really easier if this, if, if this is like in fucking, I feel like I have to be writing a story problem, but like 500, it isn't a math problem either. By the way, the answer is zero. Do not pass go. Go straight to fucking jail, you asshole. Uh, but, no 200 bucks? All right. No 200 bucks. No, definitely no. 567 cartons of cigarettes bought with 120 smartphones at once leads to arrest in Chiba. I know what you're saying. I, I, I get what you're saying. It does sound like a math problem. I assure you, it's fucking not. Well, it depends. All right. So 567 cartons of cigarettes... And then you have how many smartphones? 120 smartphones at once at the in the same fucking sitting. In the same so, fucking like, sitting. Okay. What, what, what I was so saying earlier before. A with, plus B equals C. So I'm going to assume that C equals the amount of time that this crook got. <laughs> so A plus B equals, I'm going to say six years. No, it's Japan. Three years. 
All right, well, let's find out. All right, let's find out. Okay, tagline is, he could have stopped at 500, but he just got greedy. On September 30th, a 24-year-old man walked into a convenience store in uh, Fuanbashi City, Chiba Prefecture, with a cardboard box full of 120 smartphones. No, I'm not drunk. That's the actual number, 120, 120. He then asked the clerk to ring up a carton, uh, uh, sorry, ring up carton after carton of heat sticks and cigarettes using a Diharai app installed on each phone. The entire shopping seat. This guy's a genius. An evil genius, but a genius. I would would reserve judgment until I get to the end of the article. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Please read on. My bad. The entire shopping spree ran about from about uh, 5.45 a.m. to 6.55 a.m. So a bit over an hour. However, a police officer happened to walk by, sorry, happened to walk into the store just as he was using around his 100th phone. At the moment, he decided to settle up and tried to discreetly exit the store with his 567 cartons of cigarettes valued at uh, around 3 million yen, aka uh, US, yeah, well, US, well, it's actually got the uh, numbers run here, USD 28,500 And a case of of smartphones, because he wanted more. But failed and was arrested. As a result, on October 14th, the suspect, Vietnamese national Duan Phi Chan, was charged with fraud over the misuse of the Diharai app. According to the investigation, Duan bought the phones over social media, but before finalizing the sale, requested that each seller install the Diharai app. The details of the crime, I'm sorry, the details of who exactly he was defrauding and how he was doing it aren't exactly clear. Yeah, Reporting it sounds of, pretty illegal so far. It sounds like a loophole. Yeah, exactly. Reporting of the crime is probably being left vague in, in order to avoid copycat attempts. The Diharai app is a cashless payment system that is set up by a Tokomo, or sorry, telecom giant Docomo but has been, been in the spotlight recently for its security vulnerabilities. So he may have stolen funds from previous users or may have even been simply exploiting a first-time ever user discounts by pretending to be other people, then profiting further on resale of cigarettes and phones. It's hard to imagine him concocting anything remotely resembling a brilliant scheme by himself, however, given how this bonehead, uh, sorry, given how this boneheaded execution of fraud was ultimately said, or sorry, eh, executed. Oh, I can't even fucking read. Ah, you're wasting jail, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm fucking getting there. Yeah, I'm at a pregame. But anyway, anyway, blah, blah, blah. According to the report, Don admitted he did it for the money. Authorities are currently looking into who organized this crime as well. Blah, blah, blah. So did he have any accomplishments? Oh, yeah, man. Accomplices. See, I was hoping it was a loophole. I love loopholes in the system. Now, I mean, every so often, actually, I think in every person's life, they find a loophole in some kind of a system, you know, and most people don't take advantage of it, but you can. So if this guy did find a loophole where he's like, all right, if I buy this cell phone and it has this app, it gives me just enough money to buy a carton of cigarettes for free. Holy smokes. This is where I'm going to make gold, right? So uh, maybe maybe this is what happened to this guy. I mean, maybe he found a loophole or maybe he's, you know, fucking frauded everybody out. Most likely he frauded everybody out. 
No, dude, I mean, I, I get it, man. Like, you know, I, I like the guys that find the fucking loopholes and, like, you know, fucking get out of it. Like, get out of shit. Like, one of my buddies, like, when the fucking iPhones first came out in Japan, they had, like, uh, SoftBank was the only carrier of them. Yep. So, like, if you signed up, you get a fucking sweet deal, right? But, like, you cancel it and, like, pay a small penalty and keep the iPhone. So what my friend would do is he'd list people that had no intention of going SoftBank. And then, like, he would basically get him to do that. He would, you'd pay him some money and, like, you'd pay the fine for them and pay him a little extra. Then he'd take the phone back, he'd jailbreak it, and then just, like, hawk it up on eBay. You got a bunch of people to do that. I mean, he made bank in, like, a couple days. Oh, shit, that when the cell cool. phones, when the smartphones are, god damn it. <laughs> when the iPhones yeah, the first iPhones, came out. When the iPhones very first came out. We're talking oh, about, you god, got he must eight have made years ago. so much cash. Holy shit. He made, he made cash. The, the best, the best one I've ever heard about, the best, like, the best one I've ever heard about somebody explaining a loophole was actually this Russian guy who moved to America. He got, a, he's got sent an application for a credit card. So he basically, you know, it was like a long, you know, application. So he filled it out and he got accepted. And he had, then all he had to do was like, he had to sign like a uh, contract. So mm-hmm. they sent him like a 14, they sent him a 14 page contract. And he basically scanned it and then he fucking edited it. So basically gave himself a ridiculous, ridiculous deal. Unlimited amounts, like 0% interest period, plus all the bonus points and like mileage and everything. He just made some ridiculous deal and sent it back to him. So he, he like he altered a 14 document page document to become a 20 page document. Dude, that's not a loophole. That is fraud. That is like no, it's highly not. illegal. No, 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 it's not because he signed it. He sent it back to him. And the company, the credit card company, I don't know if it was Visa or MasterCard, they accepted it. They didn't like, they didn't check it. They accepted his contract. But you that's think not you, fraud. I'm that's, sure that's, it's actually not fraud. And it went to court and they said, you can't do this. The court upheld his decision. So he wound up settling like out of court for like, you know, undisclosed sum, but like, you know, he actually altered the contract and they said, they signed off and accepted it because, like, you know, probably some low-level employee did. Like, that's pretty ballsy. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, that – I don't know. I wouldn't fuck with that, dude. But anyway, yeah, um, good on him, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, next story. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azubujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love 
art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilt Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. Two brothers arrested for keeping father's corpse in house for nine months. Now that's a Halloween story. <laughs> oh my God. Oh I've never seen one. Yeah. Instead of having a mummy, they had a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they had a mummy and a daddy. It's just the same one. Oh, it's just no. like, you know, 
I know this yeah. sounds like more eighties. This sounds like more eighties. If you have a mummy and a daddy at the same time, it's maybe some trans something. But now, no, they had a literal mummy and he was their daddy. That sounds more eighties. That's not eighties, dude. That's like twenty twenty, dude. A lot of guys, a lot of people now have like uh, moms that are dads and dads that are moms and stuff like that. I mean, look at the Kardashians with um, a uh, Bruce Jenner. Oh, uh, Kathleen, Catherine Jenner. Catherine, Christine, I don't know. I can't keep up with that shit. But anyway, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, there's more 2020s and stuff. You know, but we're not judging. We're cool with everybody. Don't hit on us. Anyway, back to the story. Police in Atami, Shizuoka Prefecture have arrested two brothers on suspicion of abandoning the corpse after they failed to notify authorities about the death of their 75-year-old father and kept his body in the house. Now, that's the creepiest thing, dude. Keeping his body in the house. Japanese houses are small, right? And so they got the dad, this this mummy that's just like falling apart. I mean, dude, it's got it's got to be super stinky and shit, dude. Where are they gonna keep that? There's no basement in Japanese houses. Japanese houses don't have basements. They don't have attics. So they gotta keep. All right, there's like probably the room that both of these guys shared, and then there's like the dad's room, and then there's like a living room and a kitchen and a bathroom. Probably they kept him in the dad's room. Oh my God! Uh, that's, I no, if that's, dude, that's why they just burn mad incense. Either that, or like actually, some Ugh. of those, even some, even in the well, I would say though, even in the country though, some of those uh, small places do actually have crawl spaces. Okay, Tom, has a mouse ever died in your like apartment building or in your house or something from like uh, one of your previous like uh, residences? No, I've been fortunate in that regard. You've never had a mouse or any kind of like an animal die. Well, I have. And those little fucking small little bastards, dude, stink so much, dude. It is fucking horrifically grotesque how bad they smell, dude. So for fucking, like, I can't even imagine how bad a fucking human smells, dude. I, I like A corpse? That, that, let's say this guy, he's like 75 years old. Oh, God. Jesus Christ, dude, that must have fucking stink. The neighbors, well, I don't know, maybe they're like- I, okay, okay. I, I will back you up on this because one of my friends who was like managing properties, like he actually he actually managed, he didn't sell it, but he rented it someplace. It was actually a really nice property, but for whatever fucking reason, like a mouse or a fucking rat crawled into a pipe and got stuck and died. And like the whole place fucking stank from one little mouse in a fucking bad pipe. And the water was fucking nasty as well. So like, yeah, oh, shit like that can happen. More rancid, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Could you Happy imagine? Halloween. Oh, my God. All your water looks like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Oh, God. I'm going to puke in my mouth. Um. Okay, one more time. Let's see. Uh, failed to notify authorities about the death of their 75-year-old father and kept his body in the house. How long do you, how long does it take for you? Oh, wait, wait, what is the legal amount of time that you need to notify the authorities if you have a corpse in your house? That, that's a relative uh, that passed away, not just a random corpse. <laughs> uh, guideline, guidelines, I think it's like three days. You're supposed to no, notify them like immediately, basically. Just Dude, three days, really? Like, you're 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 fucking, I'm sorry, man. Like, I, I know we're, I know we're kind of like making jokes about this. this is, we're kind of like, this is not the first time we come across this fucking story where, like, you know, the fucking a parent dies and like their deadbeat their deadbeat children keep cashing their payment check. Oh yeah, no, no, that's no, actually here. Let me read on. Let me read on. It gets to that. Hold on. Yeah. According to police, Harutsugu Nagashima, forty-nine years old, and his brother Koji, forty-five years old, 
both unemployed, of course, have admitted to the charges, Senki Shimbun reported. A police said the brothers told them that their father, Teruro, died of natural causes, maybe, in January. But police said that that has not been confirmed. You know what, dude? This, this guy, one guy's 49 and he's living with his dad. The other guy's like fucking 45 living with his dad. I mean, I think the biggest crime is that these guys are fucking this old living with their fucking dad, dude. Unless they were taking care of their dad. That's a different story. But I mean, if they're just like two fucking leeches living off the dead, but they probably were because listen to this. The siblings who were arrested on September 20th said they had continued to receive their father's pension checks. And dude, fucking, you know, I don't know why people do that in Japan because they always get busted. It's only a matter of time, dude. They always get fucking busted. So, I mean, shit, dude. I wonder how long the dad was dead for. Oh, nine months. It says right up here, nine months. So they only received like nine fucking paychecks. I wonder how many, how much money a paycheck would have been. Let's see, 79, no, 75 years old. Dude, it's probably like $2,000. Maybe not even that, dude. If these guys no, 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 like- no, 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 dude, 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 no, dude, dude. no, no, the, 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 like, how do you say this? The pension rate is like based on how much you, you made. So it depends on like how, how, how high on the hog their dad was. If he was, if he was an executive, they were, they were probably getting shitloads. He was just like some company factory worker. Yeah, you're probably doing all right. But dude, but, it's nah, Shizuoka like, okay, Prefecture. It's not Tokyo. Why it's, people- like the, it's the countryside. Yeah. So probably like maximum two thousand dollars. I mean, it's like fucking farmland, dude. I mean, unless he was like the executive of like a, a sake plant or something, which is possible. Look, dude. Like, I, I don't know what what else you want me to tell me. Like, you know, this crime's just fucking scraping the absolute fucking bottom of the barrel, right? Like these guys, like you know, how, why why would some dipshit do this when they know they're eventually gonna get caught? Like, newsflash: they're not that bright. They're fucking losers. If they had a way to make, if they had a legit way to make money, even if it's like dishonest and some kind of scam, they would be doing it. Like they're just like we're, we're talking about, you know, at scraping the absolute fucking bottom of the barrel, the fucking crime living drawer, you know? Yeah, these guys, are, dude, they're fucking like almost fifty years old and they're living with their dad. But then again, okay, all right, all right. If like if I had a parent that was sick or something, and I was like forty nine or fucking, I'm fucking in my forties anyway. So if I had like a parent that was sick or something, I would move in with them to take care of them, you know. So I mean, if this is the case, then they're not really losers, you know. I mean, like maybe they lived in Tokyo, then they had to go back to the countryside and live with their dad, and their dad passed away, and they're like, well, fuck it, we got these checks, why not? You know, we we quit our jobs to come up here. I don't know. I think maybe there might be more to this story, but I don't know. Nine months is a long well, time. Do, to have you, a do, you want, do you want the actual? Okay, okay. She's woke they're from the countryside. I mean, they're probably more traditional. Do you want the actual cultural explanation as to why they're still living with their dad? Well, I know, like, I know why a lot of people live with their dad, but I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, dude. But um, no, yeah, nine months of having a corpse in the house—that's that's pretty fucking insane. I'm not. I mean, that no, is, no, that dude, is that, extremely. That's brutally insane. Nine months, yeah, having, know. dude. How can you sleep at night yeah. knowing that there's a fucking dead body in the room next to yours, dude? That's crazy, dude. Probably, could you imagine what that fucking dead. Okay, dude, probably, dude, dude, could you imagine what that body looked like after nine months, dude? That must. It, it, maybe you could see like the skeleton at that point. Like all the flesh is already. I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and limb and say like these guys probably didn't care because they were fucking probably spending like daddy's pension on booze and hookers and they were just like yeah whatever fuck it but uh, no hookers and shizuoka prefecture gross (laughs) dude whatever i I was gonna go out i was basically gonna explain it culturally dude in culture in japan especially tokyo and some of the bigger cities a little bit different but if you're in from the countryside 
it's basically just normal. You live with your parents until you get married, then you get your own place. The only reason for you to move out is like basically if it's work related or if you're going to school, that's it. This is like totally normal that you'd be, if you're fucking 40 something, you're not married and you know, you didn't, you know, your job doesn't require you to move or school doesn't require you to move, then you just fucking stay with your parents and it's considered normal. Believe it or not, I know it's fucking weird. It's weird. It's weird. You're, you're, probably so your parents can put some pressure on you. You know, they're going, you know, um, so and so, my friend's daughter, uh, she's uh, she's uh, she's, she's really loose, movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> he puts out. out of the she house, married right? her. <laughs> Tom, yeah. Tom, right? You got a kid. How long can your kid live with you before you must kick him out? 18, 17, 80, 70? Are you kidding me, man? When he's eighteen, he's out the door. <laughs> eighteen out the door. <laughs> you want your freedom? Nah, dude, no, 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 dude, no, no, dude. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking. I don't even, like. Do I look like a guy with a fucking plan? No, you don't have. I think I've actually planned this out. Seriously, <laughs> I'm fucking quote. That is Joker. It's like I, I'm. I'm just like fucking a dog chasing a car. I wouldn't even know what to, what to do if I caught one. I don't fucking know. I'm not planning this shit out, dude. This this whole fucking fatherhood thing is new to me. How the fuck when I know, like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly. I, I never planned on living to see fucking 40 or, you know, maybe I'll see 50. Actually, I kind of do want to see 50 now that I, now that I got a kid. I never, I basically kind of didn't plan on living to see 40 or 50 or whatever, man, or get grown old. I just like, you know, live hard, die fast, whatever. Well, the way you smoke cigarettes, dude. Yeah, yeah it's Jesus. <laughs> By the way, you should quit that shit now that you got a kid. Fucking two packs a day, dude, is not cool anymore. Well, I quit. Dude, this is 2020, man, smoking ago. cigarettes is boring. <laughs> you got to switch to vape. Dude, 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 hold, hold on, hold on, go, go back. You, you didn't know that? I told you a couple of weeks ago that I quit. Oh, did you really quit? Dude, when you said yeah. you quit, dude, how many times have you told me you quit, dude? Yeah, so what, you uh, quit? It's actually, quit? I, no, it's, seriously, I haven't smoked. Also, like, it helps that I go to a job that doesn't allow me to smoke anywhere near, like, any of the fucking buildings. I basically can't smoke at work, so I'm just kind of like, eh, fuck it. Actually, once you're, actually, once you're away from it a while, it's kind of like, eh, I kind of didn't want to do that anyway. It's waste my money, so I was like, eh, that's all right. It was a massive waste of money, especially now that cigarettes are more expensive in Japan. When I first came to Japan, they were still like $2.20 a pack, dude. <clears throat> that was crazy because I was coming from Frisco where they were like, at that time, they were gaining up on like $7 a pack or something. Oh, my yeah. God. It just encouraged no, no, no. me to smoke more when I came here. I was like, holy shit, I'm packing no, no, up. No, no, no. I, I, no, I agree with you, dude. I agree with you. Yeah, so it's fucking weird. But, okay, um, next story. Next race, your yeah, turn, man. Yeah, actually, like, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, I'm gonna segue into this. Like, uh, if you want to see some real fire and also keeping up with the Hokkaido good stuff of your first article, I got a doozy oh. for you. Check this oh, one out. Oh, I think I got this article too. All right. You see this one? You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly oh, what you're talking Hokkaido about. Ta Hokkaido taxi driver witnessed woman setting boyfriend on fire with gas charge. Oh, shit. Oh, dude, this is fucking nuts, yo. I got a fucking different article, man. My article is similar. I mean, this is something that we have in common. You know, we're, we're dating the same girl, but I mean, she's got a twin sister, if you know what I mean. So, okay, yeah. read on your story, and I got the next story, the last story, dude. Okay, well, dude, like, right yeah, we, we, yeah we, 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 we can fucking do this, but, like, yeah, dude, if you got any more details to add to this, it's pretty fucking good. It's Go juicy. for it. Uh, over the summer, Hokkaido Prefectural Police have arrested a 45-year-old woman living in the town of Nikapu 
on suspicion of attempted murder. According to media reports, Asami Koga, while, who while drunk, because of course she fucking was, used a portable gas torch to set her boyfriend on fire at their residence earlier on August 30th. That's that some slayer fucking, shit. That is a fucking hardcore way to break up with somebody. <laughs> yeah. It, wait, wait a second. Isn't this a Dead Milkman song? It is. <laughs> if you love somebody, set them on fire. I swear to God, that's a Dead Milkman song. It's, it sounds familiar. If it isn't, it should be, man. I'm sorry, man. It's, it's, been, it's been a while since I've get, given them a listen. But uh, yeah, anyway, we'll continue on. Akihito uh, Sekiya, these are all weird names, 41, was later confirmed dead at the hospital. Upon her arrest, Koga, a breeder and seller of racehorses, generally acknowledged the allegations the Shizunai police station said. In looking into the matter... The site for weekly tabloid Flash spoke to the taxi driver who drove Koga home just before the incident. I've seen a picture of her. Actually, she's 48. She looks pretty good. She's riding around horses and looks kind of sexy. Oh, wow. Um, Let me me read it first quote. Quote, his face and long hair went up in a flash. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, didn't he kind of look like the anime character Goku? Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe after he went Super Saiyan, he replaced the blonde hair with fire. Oh, shit. Yeah. At around 1.15... The, the details are even just more fucked. At around oh, 1.15... A- yeah. At around 1.15 a.m. on August 30th, the driver pulled the cab up to the residence. Koga, who had been out drinking in a nearby town, was in the back seat. Said, quote, I don't have money, she told the driver. I'll go check inside. Driver accompanied Koga, who was unsteady on her feet, to the door. After her husband answered, they got into an argument. Driver said that nothing to this point was unusual in his line of work. Like, <laughs> this is a taxi driver. He sees this shit all the time, right? I've seen it all. Right? right, he's seen it all until. However, what happened next was certainly most out of the unusual. During this dispute... Johnny, I'm, I'm going to need you to be... Absolutely fucking quiet so I can actually read this with a straight face because it's, it's just fuck, but it's also really funny at the same time. Dude, go for it. Dude, go, 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 go. I'm just going to drink the rest of my beer. Oh, shit. It's empty. During the dispute, during the dispute, Sakia tum- tumbled over onto a plastic bottle of kerosene that had been placed at the door with some of the liquid splashing into his hair and face. Koga then used a gas torch to set him ablaze. Jeez. His, his face and long hair went up in a flash, the driver said. According to Flash, this is actually a magazine, which is kind of a poor joke in itself and a poor pun, but whatever. The whole incident was recorded by the dashboard camera inside the cab. And apparently, like, uh, I don't know, I read up on this article, like other things. Uh, there's a rumor going around that this this actually got posted on YouTube and then, and then got immediately taken down. I haven't seen it, but I did search for that. But yeah, it's a fucking doozy. Holy shit! Post that on Got Faded Japan, dude. Please, man, you got to. fucking favor. No, 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 no. You, you misunderstood what I said. There's a rumor going around that I got posted on YouTube. I, I didn't actually find it. Oh shit! Well, I mean, if you can find it, definitely put that up, man. Holy smokes, dude. That's insane. What a hardcore way to break up with somebody. But, dude, that taxi driver, man, 
Now, I mean, he probably said that he's seen it all before, but now he's literally seen it all. <laughs> he's like, man, fucking, could you imagine him? Have you, all right, you've seen the movie Taxi Driver with uh, Robert De Niro. Everybody has, right? Remember the time when they're fucking at... Yeah, no, classic, classic, yeah. Of course, it's a classic movie. It's a classic, Scorsese. Anyway, you know, like, the scene, like, fucking, like, they go to the cafe and shit, like, the fucking midnight diner. They're sitting there all drinking their coffee, and they're just talking about all the fucked up shit that they've seen and done and stuff. It's pretty much like like a bunch of, like, our uncles getting together talking about Nam, you know? It's almost exactly the same thing. They're sitting there telling their stories and shit. Do you think that this taxi driver that night went to the local fucking Isakaya, sat down, ordered a fucking pint, and he's just sitting there, and he's like, man, you guys think you saw some shit tonight? Man, you know, I got a story for you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know, man. That's got to be pretty insane being a taxi driver in Tokyo. Yeah, I'm sure you see some really weird... No, no, no. I, 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 I think he fucking rolled it up. I think he just walked into like the fucking one of the taxi cab driver hangouts. He fucking plopped down like a big load of cash, you know, 10,000 yen or whatever. And it's like, all right, boys, I'll tell you what, tell you your best story about, you know, the most fucked up thing you've seen as a taxi driver. I bet I can beat it, which is what happened tonight. (laughs) You know, so a bunch of, you know, fucking old gears get around. They fucking tell their stories. Everybody has a laugh. And he goes, yeah, this is what I saw tonight, bitches. And just fucking scrapes a bunch of money and, pockets it and it's like i'm out bitches oh god <laughs> i saw the Read about it in the news oh god i saw the makings of ghost Rider. oh man okay well i got a story that's similar to your story i mean fucking i dude i think this dude halloween man she gets really fucked up in october dude and fucking japan is on fire literally here we go last story 77 year old man arrested for trying to set fire to mayor's house in hokkaido town our house in the middle of the street, our house. It's a little madness for y'all. Police in Sutsu Town, Hokkaido, have arrested a 77-year-old man in suspicion of arson and property destruction after he tried to set fire to the mayor's house last week. Police in Toshio Higashihira hurled a burning object through a first-floor window of the house of Mayor Haruo Kataoka at around 1.20 a.m. on October 8th. Now, keep in mind, this is 1.20 a.m., local media reported. Holy smokes, man. The fire hit the window but was quickly extinguished by Kataoka before it could spread. So this guy, this mayor, was up at 1.20 a.m., probably he's drinking October 8th. What day was October 8th? If today's the 16th, that must have been a Friday. It was a Friday Dude. Come on, come on, man. Let's be honest. It's 1.20 a.m. I think everybody was drinking. That's the only reason they were up. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. He was up in his house. It's his home's residence. And some guy pulls well, up. He's the mayor. He was having a fucking nice glass of scotch or something. I guarantee you. Smoking a stove? Yeah, possibly. Uh, okay. Yeah, Moving on. most certainly. The fire hit the window but was quickly extinguished by Kataoka before it could spread. Uh, remnants of a bottle were found in the room where the object fell. Police believe the object was a crude Molotov cocktail. Now, all Molotov cocktails are fucking crude, by the way. <laughs> There's no sophisticated Molotov cocktail. Oh, man. Moving forward, Sutu had a population of about 2,900 residents. It is one of two towns on the northern coast of Hokkaido which have applied for research into their land to gauge its such suitability 
for hosting a deep underground disposal site for high levels of radioactive nuclear waste in exchange for at least two point something billion yen. Oh, fuck, dude. That's too Holy bad. Shit. No. Oh, no, dude. Hokkaido, no, no, no. Oh. That's not what you want to do. Well, dude, yeah, dude, fucking Hokkaido is such a beautiful place, dude. I, I hope nobody puts fucking radioactive nuclear waste up there, dude. I've, I've never been to Hokkaido. I've always wanted to go. And, and dude, that, that place, all the photos and, like, everything, videos I've seen of Hokkaido is just, I mean, it's mesmerizing. It's such a spectacularly beautiful place, dude. I, I hope they don't do this and fuck the whole north up, dude. That would suck. Okay. According well, to dude, please, whoa, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to stop you there. Going, do you remember 311 when Tohoku disaster? That place is already nuclear as fuck anyway. No, no, no. That's not Hokkaido. Yeah, that's Tohoku, dude. There. That's the east side. That's uh fucking uh, Chicago. Which is Fukuoka. close. Wait, 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 which is pretty close to like Hokkaido. Okay, Japan small. Yes, everything's close to each other. But no, Hokkaido is like hundreds and hundreds of miles north or is Japan kilometers north and stuff. No, I mean, that's still mainland Japan. It's separate, dude. And I fucking, I don't want anything to be, I, dude, I fucking, I got I, I like Hokkaido, dude, even though I've never been there, but I've always wanted to go. Uh, then again, I've never been there. Maybe all the, fo- maybe all the you, photos you, I've seen are Photoshop. Maybe it is like a, maybe it does look like Jersey. <laughs> all right. According to police, he you, goes, you're from Michigan. You've been to Wisconsin before? I think Michigan's more fucked up than Wisconsin, dude. Fucking Detroit's got an island called Zug Island. Z-U-G. And all it is is fucking, oh, it's gross. It's Mad Max. Anyway, according to police, Higashida has admitted to the charge and quoted him as saying he was protesting the mayor's decision to over the radioactive waste storage issue. Okay, so basically, yeah, he was pissed about them. And pretty much that means they're probably going to go through it. Oh, fuck. Wait a second. Do you think this guy's like Japanese Antifa? You think he was dressed as a ninja? <laughs> it's so appropriate on a couple of different levels, right? Nah, but dude, but I would be pissed too, dude. Like, like you don't want fucking somebody dumping like fucking radioactive waste in your backyard, just fucking up the water table. And like, next thing you know, like your kids are born with three arms and three eyes, and be like, ooh, I don't know. Maybe it's something in the water. <laughs> yeah, like fucking nuclear waste. Jesus, dude. No, dude, the dude. kids would look like the toxic crusader. Exactly, man. Fucking horrible, man. Oh, I wouldn't, right. dude. Dude, I'm I'm sorry, man. Like, I don't fucking endorse criminal activity in Japan. Oh man, and that's pretty much where we just lost Tom. Oh god, faders. Yeah, if you got an iPhone, please send us an iPhone so we could do a proper show. Um, we're gonna try to do another episode in a couple of days, and then we want to do a show on Devil's Night because I mean that's how we roll. And uh, yeah, so definitely, if you got an iPhone out there, send it to us, please. <laughs> anyway, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. You know what to do iTunes, Patreon, all that jazz. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys soon. Alrighty, peace. My little brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out the pressure! I can't take it! <laughs> I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude.
Let's go bold. <laughs>